0: What's going on? Thrival of the Fittest, episode 48. Looked that up five seconds ago because it's been a couple years since we've uploaded. Um, We're sorry.
1: It's been a long time.
0: We're sorry. I mean, what do you
1: want from us, you know? We were really busy saving lives. That's right. Changing lives. Yeah,
0: we got this whole coronavirus thing going on still and we had to be superheroes and
1: go save the day. There's more important things than us talking on a podcast, which is crazy because we're. It's this is a very important podcast. The fact that you're listening right now makes you important, um, and it means that we care about you enough to bring this important information to you. This is a big one. This is a big, big, big subject today that we're going over, Ross, um, and I'm super excited to talk about it. Uh, why don't you lay it on them? Yeah, dude, I'm stoked
0: about it. I was zoning out for a little bit, but we want, we realize that, you know, depending on where you're at in the world, uh, gyms are starting to open back up, the world's starting to open back up. So we want to prepare you, kind of give you that edge that you need to get back into shape post-quarantine life, post-stay-at-home, however you want to say it.
1: Exactly. So today we're going to talk about what you need to do to get an edge on getting back into shape. And by edge, we mean a little leg up, give yourself some help. Now we're literally going to dial in the things that you need to do to get back in shape. We know a lot of people fell off. A lot of people sabotaged. A lot of people took the excuse of my situation isn't the way it's normally been. And it's uncomfortable for me to try to get in shape. So I'm going to do everything I can to like sabotage and most people sabotage, even people that are paying us money for fitness advice, sabotage. So it's completely normal sabotage. Um, we're going to tell you how to get back on track today. And one of of the theories we're going to use is from this book called the slight edge by Jeff Olson. It's an awesome book. Um, but basically to sum this awesome book in a couple of sentences, You want to do the small things that are very easy over and over and over again. So over time, you have massive change. So little things that will help you to have massive change later in life, you want to do those every single day instead of doing the little things that are going to cause you to sabotage over and over and over again and lead to destruction, lead to failure. And you have two separate lives. Everybody has a fit person that they could become. Every single person you listening, you have a fit person that you can literally become. And you also have a person that's overweight, in pain, out of shape, hates their life. It's literally just the decisions that you make every single day that compile to make that person. And that's what we're going to go over today.
0: Big facts, dude. Big facts. Small things make a big impact. Simple as that.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, if you hadn't been listening to little Fittest and following along, um, there's a good chance that you're out of shape right now. And Ross and I are big, big, big delayed gratification guys, and we've been saying it since day one. Hey, in like March, guess what? In two months, it's going to be summertime. It's going to be hot outside. They're going to open everything back up and you're going to get an opportunity to go back out there and you're either going to be swimsuit ready or you're not. And a lot of people that listened to us then, two months ago, made changes. They got uncomfortable. They did at-home workouts. They did foam rolling and stretching so that they weren't in pain at the office. They didn't have an excuse not to to make their at-home workouts. They made the best of situation. They cooked from home. They learned awesome skills about how to cook from home. And they started to lose body fat. We have people in our program that lost over 20 pounds in that two-month period during stay-in-place slash quarantine. That's awesome. And you know what? They feel great about going out right now and going for a hike, taking their shirt off, going to the pool, and soaking in the sun. Because right now, in Reno, Nevada, it's like 85 degrees outside. Ross, how is it in uh, SoCal?
0: It's pretty similar dude. pretty similar it's great it's amazing it's
1: the perfect weather to go out and show off yeah. your body now if you made different decisions if you were drinking every night if you were eating bad food if you're ordering in if you were skipping workouts because it's not your comfortable situation in you may Netflix. think you're fucked right now you may think yeah. fuck i uh i was i was depressed right now we're gonna fucking snap you out of that shit now is not time to be a victim of your circumstances. We don't want any fucking excuses on this thing. We're here to get you to your goal. So from here on out, the fucking excuses have to stop. Any excuse you give is not going to help you get to your goal. And everybody has a lot of them. Everyone has an excuse. There's plenty of people who got laid off, lost their job, don't have fucking money for food, and had to figure out. It was like One of my best friends had to go pick up a job doing construction, like digging ditches just to pay for his two kids. Did he complain about the weight that he gained? No, no. What he did was he just spent the money on the food that he could get and maintained his body weight throughout the whole entire state and place. So today we're talking about moving forward. So if you were that person that made the bad decisions and now you're wearing a hoodie when it's 85 degrees outside and you're layering up and you're fucking ashamed of yourself, this is the right podcast for you. You're in the right spot. If you're unhappy with the way you look and feel, you came to the right place.
0: Absolutely. If you took an L, it's time to bounce back. That's the only thing we can say. Um, so let's go over a couple of things that the people need to do in order to bounce back. Uh, the first thing. Yeah. So
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit him with number one real quick, Ross. Sorry to cut you off.
0: Go for it, dude.
1: But the biggest one um, from the book The Slide Edge by Jeff Olson big big slide edge fan you're
0: you're plugging this book i haven't read it
1: such a good book um they don't have it on audio so i actually had to physically read it and it's it's a stretch for me to do that um but i think i'm such a big fan because it it really is true for the people we've seen successful in our program and um the first thing is on your path to success if you're to write a draw a path from all the actions you make, right? The small, simple actions. If you were to write a path to success and just doing things, the small things, right? That are gonna make you successful. Then you had another path, right? One that went downhill where you you sabotaged. And this was your path to basically being unhappy. On the top, that path of success is paved by you taking responsibility for everything. So it's 100% responsibility. Every single thing that you're going to do, you take responsibility for and you own it 100%. If you lost your job, you own that 100%. I know there's a pandemic, but you chose to do that job. It's your fault that you got laid off. If all of the grocery stores or the meal prep service that you used to buy food from got closed and you had to like cook food, you take responsibility for that. If you drank, all throughout coronavirus <laughs> and now that things are opened up you don't feel the way you want you take responsibility for that that's where your powers at now the way to lose that that control and that responsibility and the way to self sabotage and the way to go downhill is anytime you blame so anything that you do where you're blaming someone else for the problem that you have you're immediately giving them the power because you're saying it's your fault that this is happening And so because it's your fault that's happening, it's also your fault why I'm not successful. And you're giving away your power. So I want you to think real quick, guys. This This is the first step. This is the first small action you have to create. You have to take responsibility for everything. Every single thing that's happened in your life for this last two and a half months, gyms are opening up. If you're not in the shape you want, it's time to take responsibility. Everything you did was your fault. Take responsibility. Take ownership. Get your power back. Because it's going to suck, but anything that you can blame is never going to help you. Even if you think it's a valid thing to blame, it's not going to give you power. It's going to push whatever that external thing that you blamed is going to give that the power and not you. And you're never going to be successful at that.
0: Yeah, for real. And even if your gym isn't opening up, I know a lot of them aren't. California still waiting. Um, stop waiting for the gyms to open back up to to do something different to make that change i feel like that's what a, a lot of people have been doing so just wait until they get the okay to work out at the gym and then they'll they're like years away from what their goal is they're make, going the wrong direction so take action now baby
1: and take responsibility that's the biggest thing is take own responsibility yeah when you think about a successful person You never think of somebody who's blaming somebody else all the time. That doesn't happen. It's the person who takes responsibility, takes ownership. Those are the successful people in your life. The people that you look up to, whether it's for health, business, family, relationship, whatever it is, whatever you find successful, it's because that person takes responsibility because they own responsibility, not because they're blaming everybody else for their problems. If you see somebody with a bad relationship, that marriage that you hate, why do you hate that marriage? All they're doing is blaming each other, right? No one's taking responsibility. When you see somebody who is not in shape, what are they doing? They're blaming their genetics. They're blaming their mother for feeding them bad foods. They're blaming the gyms. They're blaming coronavirus. They're blaming everything. When you see somebody that's not successful in their job or in business, what are they doing? They're blaming their manager for not, for not picking them. They're blaming their coworkers for holding them back. They're blaming everyone else for the situation, but they're not taking ownership. And when you think about those people that are successful, they're creating the habit of every single time something happens, they take ownership, responsibility, whether it's successful or not. If it's bad, it's my fault. That's what you want to do. That's the first step. Now, number two is we want to do the small things that will add up to big wins. Now, the crazy thing about small things that add up to big wins is it's very, very easy to do them. The hard part is, is because they're so easy and because you can't see the immediate success from them, a lot of times you don't do them. And it's actually easier not to do them. Simple things like eat, like cooking your food at home. Dude, yeah. Not That's checking, your not, checking your,
0: not being on your phone like 15 minutes before bed or whatever it is. Little yeah, like dude.
1: They're little, little baby things that are so simple to not do or to do. Cooking from home, guys literally will make you lose weight. I don't have to give you any diet advice. If all you do is cook from home, you would lose weight. The stuff that you eat out, it's cooked in canola oil, it's cooked in inflammatory ingredients. It's going to cause massive amounts of inflammation and it's going to set you back. So if you weren't the person that took advantage of this two and a half months of staying in place to learn how to cook from home, if you were ordering in, if you're like taking advantage of Postmates and Uber Eats and <laughs> really learning how to, to order in, and you didn't take advantage and learn the skills that you need, one of them is cooking from home. And we say it all the time, you'll never catch anybody over the age of 30 with a six pack that doesn't know how to cook from home. So this is one for you guys. Learn how to cook from home. Or get a chef. Yeah, or get a personal (laughs) chef. That's the only other option you have is pay somebody to cook from home for you. Yeah. But cook from home. It's simple, it's easy, it's not that difficult. Honestly, like if you think I want to lose 30 pounds, I want to lose hundred pounds, but you're not willing to learn how to cook from home. Do you really deserve to lose hundred pounds? Do you really deserve to lose 30 pounds. It's so simple. We're asking you to cook from home. 12 year old kids are taught how to cook from home. I, taught, I was taught how to cook from home at 10. My parents had me in the kitchen, mustering up food. Your adult self can learn how to cook from home. That's the most important thing for your fitness is your nutrition, and it ain't going to be good if you don't eat from home. If you don't eat from home, if you're eating out, you're sabotaging yourself.
0: Dude, for real, man. And you, like making these small habits to make the big changes like you're talking about, it goes for the people who need to lose 50 pounds, 100 pounds, all the way down to the people who are just trying to shed off that last uh, 2% body fat or whatever they're trying to do. You know what i mean it's a hundred percent it's a universal thing um if you need if there's any change that you're looking to make if you keep doing the same thing over and over again you're just going to keep getting the same results so you gotta you gotta make those uh those small changes in your life in order to to get to where you want to be
1: yeah and we're not asking for much guys we're asking it's for, really not
0: it's just take responsibility
1: yeah get a little uncomfortable and cook food from home. That's it. So far, that's all we've had. Yeah, that's it. And with that, you'll probably lose about 10 pounds per month, which means you'll lose 30 pounds in three months, which means by August, uh, Ross and my birthday at the end of August, you'll <laughs> yeah. have lost 30 pounds.
0: Had to throw that in there.
1: Yeah. You'll have lost 30 pounds and you'll feel and look so much better. be so much happier. And literally all you to do is take responsibility for your actions and cook from home. And, and now, that's, if I was, that's
0: the best birthday present you could give me, and Glenn, by the way. Just, 100%. Just get lean. Lean season.
1: Now, the third most important thing you can do that's a slight edge for you, an edge against the competition, an edge to get you going in the right direction, is your routine. And I know this sounds Ridiculous. But when you have a routine and you've embedded a, a, a healthy routine, habit-based routine that helps you every single day, you will be successful. And I know you're probably like, when are you guys going to get to the working out and the dieting? All that stuff falls into your routine in the first place. So if you know how to cook from home, you're taking responsibility for your actions, and you have a built-in routine, like you will probably be successful. Not even if you're not even doing our program, you're just doing a shitty program. That shitty program will probably make you successful over time, um, Ross. You have a solid routine. Can you can you dial them in on like what a solid routine looks like?
0: Yeah, of course. And you know, as everyone else is doing, I, I'm still working on it. N- nothing's ever perfect. Um, I mentioned the phone thing because that's something I'm currently working on. Uh, um, but for my routine, I try to be in bed by ten. I wake up around, I try to be up at six, six thirty at the latest. I wake up. I write my goals out, what I'm grateful for. Read, meditate, do all that morning stuff. Get my head right. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, you're asking Let's my routine. Up. I know, you're I know. You, you hit routine.
1: four things real quick. Yeah, so yeah. In those four things, there was never a cell phone or an email open, right?
0: Uh no. But I'm working on it. Like my, <laughs> I try, I try my best. That,
1: Let me like, ask you I, this, Ross. Extra, why do you do that?
0: Uh, because, dude, you get everyone knows is that once you once you check your phone, your mind gets lost. You start getting you start scrolling through stuff. Your your head's in the wrong place. You're you're looking at the things that you shouldn't be looking at to get your day going. So that's why I try to keep the phone out of the picture. Sit down, meditate, get my head right, read. Learn some shit. Love learning. That's something I've gotten better at this quarantine, by the way, is just reading consistently. It's the best. Because um, I suck at reading, but I still do it. Um, write out my goals, what I'm grateful for. Uh, and then that's when I start getting into the workday. Do a little mid-afternoon work,
1: workout. You do all that before you start work? Yes. It's a lot. So most people see that and they see Oh, my God, dude. Unpro-
0: productivity or something like
1: that. You do all of that beforehand. Now, for those of you listening, you're probably freaking the fuck out about Ross's morning routine. You're like, there's no fucking possible way that he can do that. So the thing that I want everyone to realize is this shit didn't happen overnight for Ross. Like he said, he's still <laughs> working at it. Yeah. And he probably did one at a time. And said, you know what? Like, I need to start reading before I get in. Or I need to oh, turn sure. my phone off. And then he layered all these other habits in. And the thing that...
0: I take the order, too. Yeah. It's fucking... Uh, oh, keep going.
1: The thing that most people don't see after all of this work is how much practice had to go into this. This wasn't like Ross pulled a Band-Aid off. It was he practiced at not using his phone, like he said. He practiced at meditating in the morning. He practiced at writing down his goals. He practiced a gratitude. It's not like he fucking did it overnight. He's just a grateful person all the time. No, he practiced. He put in, like he did the small, simple things that we're talking about over time and gave him massive wins. So now he's a different level of person. And the coolest part about this is, is you might say, fuck, that's an extra hour of time Ross spends in the morning doing that. But the output that Ross gets out of it, he may invest an hour, but he's not losing an hour he's gaining 3x productivity. The work that would normally take him 10 to 15 hours, he can get done in five hours now because his brain is so wired for success. It's so clear. His thought process is so great. And he's learned so much every single morning, made himself better, that the version of Ross that you see every single morning right now from five years ago can conquer work much quicker. And I can tell you this from my personal experience. He can get done the Ross right now can get done in five hours what Ross two years ago could get done in fifteen. Hundred percent. That much more developed. And, and when the you same talk to happen for you guys,
0: yeah, when you talk about the productivity too, I mean that goes straight to your mental game too. I mean, when you're when you're that much more productive, you have that much more time for your life and um, being satisfied with what you did that day, just being overall happy, you know taking the stress out of the picture, which I know a lot of people deal with. Um, But yeah, like for me, dude, it was literally just started off by just writing out what I was grateful for, writing out my goals in the morning. Uh, Did that consistently for a while. And then I started implementing the meditation and getting like at least like 20 minutes of that in every morning. Um, And then once I got that in consistently, like I said, I started getting into reading every single morning, just within the last like four months. So, um, and then, but, you know, if we're talking like a year or two ago, I probably uh, wasn't doing any of that. And it's insane.
1: I weren't as happy or it felt or as successful. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah,
0: like we're talking about. So it's uh, when you start just getting better at something each and every day, it, it just adds up. And then before you know it, you're a completely changed person and it's uh it's an awesome thing to see for yourself so uh you just got to do it you know you're 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 in a league of your own um you're not competing against anybody else but yourself so when you get better each and every day you're always at you're always on top
1: and that so guys brief summation because we haven't talked about much we talked about like the biggest I think we should have said routine first over cooking it from home, but cooking from home is so big. Um yeah. Like rule number one, guys, to get back in track before you go to the gym, before you do anything, is start taking responsibility. Take responsibility for everything that's happened to you right now and what's gonna happen to you in the future. That's the only way you're gonna put the the whiskey down at night. That's the only way that you're going to move forward. It's the only way you're gonna stop eating the bullshit. Is take responsibility. Yeah. Look at yourself in the mirror and own Exactly, what you look like. Um, Let me tell you, it's literally a report card of <laughs> of how you treat yourself.
0: The whiskey tastes a little better when you take responsibility for your actions, too. I'll tell you,
1: hundred percent, it does. <laughs> um, and if you take responsibility for your actions, you can you can buy a more expensive whiskey too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, it that tastes that. way better. <laughs> that helps. Um, so, first thing, don't blame anyone else. Don't blame any circumstances. Don't blame anything. Um, you're talking to a guy who had his fucking wedding moved once because of pandemic, and another time because the maid of honor got pregnant, and it's also like the <laughs> sister of the bride, like one of the most crucial parts of the wedding. She's like number four crucial if you're still counting the bride and groom. She's very <laughs> high up there as far as crucialness goes. So we moved our wedding twice. Not once did we blame her for getting pregnant, that would be ridiculous. We didn't blame the pandemic, take <laughs> responsibility. And we were grateful for what we had and we moved forward, right? So yeah. same thing, like with your health, take responsibility for it. You literally, the shit you see in the mirror looking back at you is literally a report card of how much work you've been putting into yourself. Just like when you don't study for a test and you don't do your homework and you get a shitty report card back, it says C's and D's. You gave a C and a D effort. If you're looking back in the mirror and your body hurts when you move around, can't sit in the chair for hours and you've been neglecting it and it's in pain and then it's got too much around the love handles and the lower belly, you've been neglecting it. You've been treating it like shit. This is your report card. Your appearance is literally your report card. Take responsibility for it. Next thing, start cooking. <laughs> like Nutrition is 70 to 80% of your results. It ain't going to be good unless you can learn how to cook from home and then get a routine going. Your routine is literally going to map out your effectiveness during the day. You don't have to start big. You start with something small. Like every morning I'm going to go for a walk with my dog. Every morning I'm going to lay out my clothes for the gym so that I'm more prone to go to the gym. It doesn't have to be go to the gym. Just lay out your clothes for the gym. Yeah. Then more than likely you'll see those shoes. You'll see the workout top and the shorts. And you'll go to the fucking gym. It's small things over time that create big change. Right, Ross didn't do sure. all this crazy shit in the morning every single day where he's fucking meditating for 20 minutes. He probably meditated for like five minutes to begin with. Small changes over time, guys.
0: Do yeah. And it's okay to not be good at it when you first do it, too. Like, mm. like when I was, I remember when I was first meditating, you know, I'm just like sitting there thinking like, what the hell am I doing right now? And like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but like you're putting forth the action to do it. And maybe you've never cooked at home before. Like you're probably not going to make something good, <laughs> but just, <laughs> just make the effort and then just keep getting better at it every day. So like, don't be discouraged by the fact that you're not good at something, you know, the fact that you're putting forth the effort to do it and, just consistently get better. That's, that's what's going to make the difference.
1: Yeah, 100%, guys. So now that we've talked about the slight edge things that you guys need to do to go to the gym, the next thing is take action. If you're going to make one habit of yourself, make it of a person that takes action. Make it of a person that accepts being uncomfortable. Um, I don't know how else to tell you this, but if you're not where you want to be right now, And you're uncomfortable in your own skin. You should be highly motivated to get to your goal. But the thing is, what got you here is comfortable for you now. So the fourth thing you got to do, your routine set, is you got to create a habit of being uncomfortable. Change does not happen when you're comfortable. Because doing the same shit over and over and over again is comfortable for you. And that's what got you where you're at right now. Dude, that person sure. that you don't like, you got there because you're comfortable. So to have the change you want in your body, have the change you want in your life, you got to get uncomfortable. You got to do shit that makes you uncomfortable. And it's yeah. not fun.
0: It's hard. It's for sure hard.
1: Exactly. But the result of it is. The result yeah. of it can become addicting. Yeah. Seeing Dude. the inches come off is addicting.
0: Absolutely. And I can, I, I, I can tell firsthand it, like – how easy it is to get stuck in a routine especially during like the quarantine stay at home stuff even for me like I'll just like kind of get stuck in my own routine just because you can't go anywhere to do anything usually I like to switch it up and go work from coffee shops or you know do stuff like at the gym differently but I've been literally having to do the same thing all the time luckily I'm moving in a couple of days so i can kind of being forced to do different things and get into a different routine. So I'm very excited that I'm able to do that because I've been feeling that um, stuck. That's that stuck. Yeah. Just feeling stuck. So um find a way to get unstuck, whether it's, like you were saying, just go out for a walk or go do a workout at a park or anything like that. Cause it's when you're stuck, it sucks, man. It sucks.
1: 100 percent. i can't stress this enough if you could develop a habit of embracing being uncomfortable imagine how much yeah. your life would change you know that
0: uh, this got me thinking of that ted talk that you sent me that one time um where the guy makes a video of himself doing something uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. every single day and it's like doing stuff where he'll like go up and record himself going up to somebody and like asking if he can just borrow a hundred dollars. Um, I know that was one of them. There's a bunch of other yeah. ones. You, you should look up that video. If like you want to see what really getting uncomfortable is, but, um, that's well, his
1: was like getting rejected,
0: rejected, uh, re- yeah. getting rejected but is that's, super that's uncomfortable. That's pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, he was literally looking for rejection. That's right. Um, but he got, he developed an art, or he developed a mastery of being uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. He wanted which, to be, he wanted to be comfortable with rejection.
1: Yeah. It was uncomfortable for him. Yeah. A rejection's uncomfortable for fucking everybody. Everybody. No one's yeah. like, oh wait, you don't think I'm pretty?
0: Yeah, like, yeah. You
1: don't want my number? Yeah. You don't want a date? And Sweet. Was, that sounds great. And
0: it's crazy. Cause he was like, actually like some of the crazy stuff he was requesting from people. Like they would actually like, do it <laughs> yeah some of the times which is like you know proven his point that you know even uncomfortable things that you're doing can sometimes pay off if you just gotta try it and go for it
1: dude it was an inspirational ass video yeah, it's a great um, video yeah i'm like we should read his book on our next list but um what was i gonna say like the the big thing from that is change doesn't happen inside your comfort zone everyone knows that changes yeah. happen inside your comfort zone changes outside your comfort zone everybody, everybody says, knows that but no one knows the reverse of that like that means you have to be fucking uncomfortable to have change yeah that means change is gonna make you uncomfortable so you can either fucking be afraid of being uncomfortable and not do it or you can go fuck i want massive changes in my life i want to be 130 i want to be 170 i want to be whatever the fuck your number is i want to have six pack, whatever it is. I want to be able to run. I want to have not have pain, whatever your, your goal is. If you want that, it is time for you to take massive action and be uncomfortable, embrace being uncomfortable. That shit is not going to be easy, like Ross said, but nothing that's worth it in life ever is. Nothing in life is ever easy. Now I want to, I want to wrap it up. and I want to leave you guys with this we finished or we started this podcast talking to you guys about the people that listened to our advice two and a half months ago and how most of them have lost 30 pounds. Now, if they're a weight loss goal, most of them have been empowered because during a tough, difficult time, when most people have a scarcity mindset, most people are depressed and anxious. Most people are afraid. They took their power back and they took responsibility. Now that it's summertime, it's paying off and they have bodies where they feel comfortable to go on trips. They feel comfortable to take their shirt off to the beach. They feel comfortable to go hiking. Right now where you're at, if you're unhappy and you're not willing to take action right now, how much worse is it going to be another two and a half months from now? How much more weight are you going to add? How much more uncomfortable are you going to be with yourself? How much more pain is your body going to be in? How many more activities are you going to hide from in August? How much more are you going to just stay inside your house and hide? Or are you going to take our advice this time and get uncomfortable? Do the shit that makes you uncomfortable. Embrace it. Start off making a routine to make yourself successful and do it. Even though it's going to be painful emotionally, do it. Start learning how to cook from home, build good, healthy habits, and start taking responsibility for where you're at in life right now. If you make those changes, next time we do a podcast two and a half months from now, you'll be the one that's telling us, like, I did it. I'm the one who actually got results. I'm the one who stuck it out. I'm the one who created the habits. And now it's easy. Now it's easy. I built these habits and I enjoy life.
0: Love the subtle blow at ourselves. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. All right, we'll see you next time.